We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is Gresh and Fourier. You can't keep him on the offensive side of the ball. If you try to move him to defense, you have two high-ranking assistants with Gerard Mayo and Steve Belichick already on that side. He could go to the front office, but everyone I've spoken to believes that he really wants to coach. And so this if that's what he wants to do, this probably isn't the place for him. Bye-bye. Andy Gresh. I, if I'm going to give up Swayman, unless it's Patrick Kane, I, I guess I'd want something that's good for now and for the future. You know, not not just a rental. I mean, that's a Swayman becomes a very high price for a rental player. But if you have somebody that's whispering Patrick Kane and they say Swayman will get it done, I, I I'd, I'd probably go home and toss and turn in bed till two thirty. Wow, Christian Fourier. Are the uh, Patriots um, on the quarterback carousel this spring or not? What do you got? Great there? question. Absolutely, positively not. That would happen over Robert Kraft's dead body. Really? We'll talk about that in 2024 if it's another mediocre season. So we're blessed uh, to have a great young quarterback and Mac Jones okay. as our quarterback, and I'm a strong believer in him and his development. Gresh and Fourier, right now. The Bruins have reported interest in Columbus Blue Jackets defenseman Vladislav Gavrikov. <laughs> there it is. Vladislav Gavrikov. <laughs> It's going to be a long two weeks. On WEEI. Oh, the great Fundalani on Vladislav Gavrikov, who, I don't know, might be a Bruin, might not be a Bruin. Hell, Andrew Raycroft told us at uh, 1 o'clock a little earlier today that there's the question of uh, finding a way to be able to get him into the lineup. But the Bruins do acquire him. But Foyer, the Celtics, and the Bruins are back in action tonight. Uh, I wonder how many of you are going to be able to just naturally stay up until the Bruins puck drop hits at uh, 10 o'clock Eastern. I would think there's <laughs> is already like, no, I'm going to bed already. Uh, I'll, I'll probably 12 after dark. I'll get through the first period would be my guess. And then it'll be okay. I got to you know get up in six hours and, you know, DVR it uh, from there and, Look, we heard Brad Marchand a little bit earlier talking about the President's Trophy, and it's all about the cup, and we kind of knew that, and it is interesting to hear Marshy sort of talk about it. Next Friday is the NHL trade deadline, so while I am uh, hanging out in Las Vegas, uh, Fourier will be leading you through the NHL trade deadline. You know who else is going to be with us? Who will the trade be? Deadline? Who who will be? With Andrew you? Razor Raycroft will be in for an hour that day. Oh, from 12 to one. My. Yeah, bringing in Look a heavy. Listen, I'm not going to try and tackle this on my own. Like, no, Razor's coming in in studio for an hour. So we'll uh, any breaking news. I we'll like have it. The siren ready to go, and of course, uh, if they if they do sign anybody. We'll be ready to give you as much important information on that player as oh, humanly possible. I love that. Let him pronounce the names. We'll have him. That's yeah, right. Oh, my you God. Can do yeah. It, yeah. 
Actually, we may have to do that as a bit that day. Just yeah. to, like give me as many names as you can, Billy, and I'll see if I can if I can name if I can actually pronounce them correctly. We need to have Razor pronounce them correctly, and then have either Wiggy and you Fourier go through a yeah. big list, or you and Billy Fourier go through a big list, and then Razor can be the one to kind of because he would be the he would have the he's got that pronunciation guide. He does. I don't know where the NHL kind of hides that thing, but it's uh, it's out there. And I know we haven't touched on the Celtics very much tonight. Celts are eight-point favorites in Indiana to start the de facto second half of the season. It's only 23 games. And uh, I know we will get to your Hear Me Out on the Red Sox coming up at uh, 125 there, Fourier. But uh, how about some thoughts on the uh, the spot that the Celtics are in right now? What is the main objective over these next 23 games for Bleed Green? I think that the – well, I think there's – you put them in either or. I, I really feel like they're 1-1A. One one okay. I think the obvious one – well, maybe they're both uh, – nah, I mean, who knows? I think the most important one is seeding. They need to get the number one seed. I think that's the most important thing. And the second one for me is health. I mean, and that's really it. It's like at this point in time, you're not – you're not like debating roles, minutes. You're not debating, uh, you know, who gets the last shot. You're not, you're not. None of that is up for debate anymore. I think roles are easily defined and understood. The most important thing is you got to get. You got to be the number one seed, and I, and I think that is that is the most important thing. Get the number one seed. Make sure that you have home court advantage throughout the playoffs. If you do end up playing the Bucks, you don't have to go there. They got to come to you. What about you? Uh, for me, it is health, 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 and health. But has that been a really big problem, though, for the no, most part? No, but I you mean, know what it is, though? I guess maybe recently no, but it here's feels what like it, it has. You know what it is, Christian? It's the totality of what really has been the past couple of years. You know, think about it from a Jason Tatum standpoint. You know, you you play. He's played a ton of basketball. Then there was the Olympics and all that stuff. Then there was the big run last year. Now you're talking about a guy that's going to play what seventy five games. So yeah, I think health is really first and foremost. I honestly don't care whether the Celtics are the number one or the number two seed. To me, if Milwaukee ekes them out for the number one seed, great. At the end of the day. I don't think it really is a big deal because, as you and I discussed earlier in the week, it's more than likely it's going to come down to Boston-Milwaukee, and there will be two other teams in there. Now, does that turn into Miami, who is leading a division right now? Is that Cleveland? Is it Philadelphia? There will be two other teams, but really the main event is Boston and Milwaukee. So I don't care whether they finish first. I do care that everyone is upright. I do care that Robert Williams is ready to play every other night. Like, I think that stuff is much more important for the, even more important than some of the coaching decisions that will be made over the next 23 games from Joe Missoula in terms of timeouts, managing the game, all that kind of stuff. Make sure you got the full complement of bodies going into the playoffs. That's objective yeah, number one. So I almost feel like, uh, like health, like, isn't that like the same for for every single team? Uh, is health like that's always the most important thing? Health is always, hey, you know, as long as we're healthy, we'll be. You know what I mean? Like no, because I think there's a whole bunch of teams in the East 
who would be happy with a one-round playoff win or just making the playoffs. I don't think the Atlanta Hawks, in my opinion, they're not sitting there going, boy, if we can just get healthy, we might be able to win a round in the playoffs. It's more of the find the way to get there. To me, the health component comes in for teams, that, especially in the NBA, that really truly have championship aspirations. I picked the Lakers in the uh, lunchtime parlay. They're going against Golden State. Golden State's 29 and 29. So they're going to look at it and say, hey, listen, we might be a play in, but we're going to win them all if we can get right and get healthy. So that's a team where you look at it and say, even if they eke in, the health would matter. But I don't know if the Sacramento Kings are sitting there saying, boy, as a number three seed, if we just get right, we can go on a run. I'm not so sure about that. So when you look at their schedule, so I, I, I say the number one seed because I'm, I'm, I'm kind of fixated on the schedule right now. And if, if you believe that it's really the number one seed is between the Bucks and the Celtics, how much of a how, how much is that loss on what Tuesday, February 14th, we lost in overtime, 125, 131? We'll come back to haunt them because you play them three times. You only and then right now it's one to one. Could this next game, the next time you play them, March thirtieth, be the tiebreaker in order for either one of those teams to get the number one seed? Could like, be. How important is that game? Uh, or how how important massive. was that loss? No, I mean, look, I, I I think the next game coming up against Milwaukee, you're right. It turns into a big one. If for anything else as well, there's a lot of the fan confidence, team confidence, things like that. But then again, if Giannis is dinged up, then, you know, and I'm throwing that out as a hypothetical, but if the right person is dinged up on the other end, just like if Tatum had a night off against the next time they play Milwaukee, but they got a two-game lead over the Bucs, the health becomes more important to me than the the seeding. But Indiana, wounded animal, sick animal, they're not very good. This is a uh, this is a game that the Celtics uh, should win, and then on Saturday, I do believe it is, uh, they're going to take on was it Philadelphia? If yep. uh, if I'm not mistaken, and uh, you know that'll be a that'll be a, a uh, an interesting matchup, maybe more from the Philly end than even more uh, the Boston end of things. And, and then you get the Cavs, you know, twice in a you week. You do have the Cavs twice in a week, and I think three times here down the stretch. So, you know, that's a team in Cleveland where they're going to be coming in looking to give Boston the best shot. That that That's one where you really got to be on guard because the other team is going to be highly motivated to uh, try to beat you. And then I know we had this news at the beginning of the show, and, well, it has changed uh, Fourier as we have been doing the show, and that is that Matt Patricia had an interview yesterday with Sean Payton and the folks out at the Denver Broncos and then the Broncos turn around and hire Vance Joseph to be their defensive coordinator. So, And here he is, having the time of his life. Well, I don't know Bill Belichick is having the time of his life trying to figure out what the hell to do with Matt Patricia. So, what do you do with this guy? I, I think at this point in time, if you, he's not going to leave on his own, right? Because uh, he's going to need to get a job. Uh, I don't think he's going to be a position coach anywhere. I think he I think he's a front office guy. You know he turns into um just a contract uh you know best friend. Maybe that's what it is. Just you know I'm Bill's best friend. That's I mean, who was the guy that uh God I cannot remember his name it was always around. Nobody ever knew what he was doing or what his job was. Ernie um, Adams? Ernie. He's the next Ernie. That's what he is. That's what he's everybody that's what everybody says. But Ernie Adams had respect in the building. 
The problem is, if you're a player and you were coached by that guy last year, how can you... I know the messaging would come from Bill O'Brien or Bill Belichick or someone else, but if you know that it's Matt Patricia putting it together, if you're a player... Are you really going to have 100% confidence that what is being yeah, but, presented to you is the right thing? But but for Ernie, at least when I was there, I never saw Ernie Adams. Well, I, I saw him, but he never – he always had a script in his hand. His, his job was – his stuff was more behind the scenes – crunching numbers he was in the booth and he was always he was talking to bill but you hey, knew this... where the info was coming from though did you not like I you mean, knew yes that Ernie no. was kind of the svengali for bill in a way well i know i think the legend grew later on after i left okay like, he was always there just some goofball that wore some the same clothes every time we went on the road he wore the same stupid pants and never talked to anybody it was very socially awkward and and even when you approached him like he didn't know what to say so, but he was, I think he was, if you ask Bill, he was vital with crunching numbers, uh, uh, you know, team evaluation, uh, situational, like time management. I think a lot of these new coaches, the first thing I would do if I was a new head coach, I would hire a time management coach. He would be a specialist. He would only be in charge of making sure I manage the clock correctly, use my timeouts, give me different options based on the situation that I'm in because I may not be paying attention to it. And that's one of the things that Ernie did, pay attention to the to the, the refs and then should I throw the flag. That would be what I would have Matt Patricia do. He would be massively involved in everything, but you really would never see him until you kind of dug a little bit deeper to find out who gave you the information to make that decision. And Bill will never tell you anyways. I think Bill needs to uh, move on. Got to get him you got to get How? him away. How? You got to get him How? away from this team for at least a year. Well, listen, they're not going to be holding any bake sales from Matt Patricia. Like I know, but my you know, point is like if we just said the whole loyalty is such an important part, he has to, that's the way I think it is. So, not only did Matt Patricia do Bill a massive you know, like favor by sticking around and being the OC. He now has to do it again because Bill's not going to push him out. Matt has to leave on his own. He has to leave on his own. Boy, oh boy. Pretty interesting situation that the uh, Patriots find themselves in with Matt Patricia, again, who did not get the defensive coordinator job with the Denver Broncos. Fourier wants to me to hear him out on something Red Sox-related, and then we might have a little fun here towards the end of the show because Foyer, who has been incredibly distracted today, found something on haircuts. Oh. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other 
other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is Crash and Fourier on WEEI. Get Boston Sports Original on the go wherever you go. Just download the Odyssey app. Shardy's like a melody in my head that I can't keep out, got me singing like na 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 na. Every day's like my iPod stuck on replay, replay. Shardy's like a melody in my head that I can't keep out, got me singing like na 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 na. Every day's like my iPod stuck on replay, replay. Remember the first time we met? You was at the mall with your friends. Turf, what are you doing? Oh, yeah, he liked it. We put out a putting out a public plea to try to help you with your issues and things like that. And <laughs> you've got you a lot going on. Play this junk. Not mentally there. How about that? That's okay. Well, you do, I mean, have, you a, do have an excuse today. He has a exactly. He has a half ass concussion, concussion, but it's still a slight. concussion. It's not, I mean, I'm not sure what that even means, but yeah, it means it's not really a concussion. You're just using it as an excuse for every time you mess up. Here's what you do is uh, all you got to do is just uh, stick your finger down your throat and barf, and then you can be like, oh, my God, my head's killing me, and da-da-da, mm. and all that. Just you pass can, out, too. Oh, yeah, that's true. You can hit the deck. Another good one. Oh, you know what? You know the best one, Gresh, is cry. <laughs> is that a symptom? That is it a is. symptom. Yeah, very much Absolutely. So. That yep. is actually probably the, the primary symptom in my book. You remember, um, who was it, uh, Luke Keekley? Oh, yeah. Remember Luke Keekley? Lost in college. Um, Will he be at Shots well, for a Cure as well? Did you wrangle him in, former NFLer, no, to come no, shoot no, like he did no. Dana Barrows? No, I just want basketball players. But no, remember when he got knocked? He had multiple concussions, and his were horrible. The vision of him yeah. crying, like uncontrollably sobbing while he was sitting like on the cart as a little cart as he was about to take him off was probably the most dis- one of the most disturbing things I've seen. Like as far as what a concussion does to you, you, you can't stop it. Like you, it's happened to me before. You, you, for some reason, you get overly emotional, and I don't have no, I have no reason why, but you can't control it. You start crying, you sob, and the next thing you know, it just stops. It's crazy. It, it, it's like the it weirdest is something. Thing. No, it is. Uh, concussions are are odd, and thank God for. You know, uh, people at BU and everybody who is uh, looking into that, and Chris Dewinsky, who I know is yeah. the Concussion Legacy Institute, and of course he uh, you know, was in WWE, and he ended up having concussions and things like that. But Foyer, I don't know if I'm going to end up with a concussion, because I know that we did a, a segment called 
hear me out, yeah. and you heard me out on something, and then were completely yeah. uh, quick to dismiss and poo-poo what I presented to you. However, yeah, you want me turn. to hear you out on something relative to the Red Sox? Yeah, and I want you to hear me out. And it's really me and Alex Cora because so Cora spoke to the media yesterday, and I don't know, spoke for a while. But in the beginning, somebody asked him a question about Kenley Jansen, the new closer that the Red Sox hired uh, recently, and just listen to what he says and how he says it, and then hear me out. The pitch clock. It's gonna be interesting. Hitters are used to him being slow, so um, he, he was really good with it. Got some feedback from the hitters about it, and um, his stuff is, is legit. This guy has had a great career so far. You know, we always talk about him being a catcher, and now he's one of the greatest closers in the history of the game, right? That's it. Okay. So this is what I picked up on, okay? So he mentions, like, okay, so Kenley Jansen, obviously notoriously slow, one of the slowest in the league. Suddenly, they implement the pitch clock, and he's and he's forced to kind of change his habits that he has been doing for so long. And Cora says, "Wow, well, you know, it's, it'll be really interesting. Hitters are used to him pitching slow. Hitters are used to him being slow. And I almost feel like, okay, does that mean that he – then he said he spoke to the hitters. Does that mean the hitters are like, holy crap, when this guy works fast, he is better like he's more dangerous. We got now. We maybe this is like a diamond in a rough situation. I'm trying to feel like. Do you think this is a a cause for concern, or like something to be happy about? Hmm. I didn't. I'm reading into it. To, I feel like I'm reading I into it a little bit. I didn't expect you to end a hear me out with a question. I thought it was going to be a definitive statement, and uh, it goes everywhere. I think. Um, I think after the first month, Kenley Jansen will be fine. I guess, Foyer, here's my bigger question associated with what you just uh, mentioned, and that is how many times in the first month will Kenley Jansen be in a position to actually close out a game for the Red Sox where they have a chance to win, and will he be able to get a sufficient amount of reps to be able to get out on the mound to work at the pace in which he needs to work. Because I think it will hurt him early on. I do. I think there's that because it's going to be in the mind of the of the pitcher. And I don't know if for someone like that who has to go through such a seismic change in the way in which he operates on the mound that you can just do it over the course of a spring training. Yeah, see, I, there's an aspect of core that 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 he has a lot of gaslighting in him. You know, like it's almost like, hey, uh, this guy. Oh, I talked to the hitters. Doesn't finish the sentence. Oh, you know, it'll be interesting. It's almost like his way of saying, oh, you'll be real surprised. He's really good at it. He's better than we all thought. And all you guys are poo pooing and hey, terrible. You know, free agent signings and you know, or, you know, with the least improved team and major league baseball. Yeah, he's been speaking to the hitters and the hitters are like, holy crap. Has he even faced any live hitters? I'm trying to figure out. Like, I know Chris Sale is going to do it on Saturday. No, I, I, I mean, think maybe he already has. Gonna, I, I'm sure they're all going to get there. And the fact that Alex Cora mentioned that Jansen was also out there Sticking getting around. Well, but he's also getting intel from hitters that, that he mentioned in there that, hey, you know, he talked to hitters and got feedback and da da da. So there's got to be a little bit of that. Really, the big thing for me, Christian, is from the mental end. You know, can this for guy. Jansen? Yep. Can this guy adapt to where it isn't him constantly being aware of what the pitch clock is? Well, I would also say 
I mean, isn't he, as far as, like, guys who are important, what, isn't he one of the top five? Isn't he, like, a really important guy when it comes? Now, you say maybe he won't be in a position to even save a game because maybe they're getting their butts kicked every single time. Maybe they don't have a lead, and they don't even need him in, you know, those, you know, high-leverage situations. Yep. But, I mean, he's, I mean, they went through so many years where they were just piecemealing this closer position. It was closer by committee, and they never really had one. And now, like, they have somebody. And this guy is, is, I mean, if they're going to win, and even when you go back to last year, all the games that they lost in later innings, mm-hmm. I mean, they easily could have been a playoff team if they would have just had a legit lockdown closer. First month. Like not, if they had a closer the first month, they yeah. probably would have went to the playoffs. And boy, would that have changed the narrative around here. So I do think that there is there is a push to show almost like, hey, look, uh, let's put a, a positive slant on everything. This team is really together. Like Everything I see with this team is, hey, look how much fun they have. Look at the camaraderie. Hey, they're locked in. Hey, they're avoiding the noise. You know, they're, they're, you know, they're, they just want to play baseball. They're going to surprise a bunch of people. I mean, you know what it that's is? Why, uh-huh. You, what you just mentioned is all the stuff you sell when you think your team isn't good. Yeah, exactly, right? Yeah. So then you get caught up in – like it's almost like, hey, pay nothing to you know to this hand as the guy picks your pocket, right, and like steals your money because <laughs> it's like a sleight of the hand. I feel like it's a, it's I feel like it's a it magician's is. trick. You, you're so preoccupied with all the good vibes, you don't re- you forget that this guy sucks. This guy's out of position. This guy hasn't pitched in two years. This guy has a new pitch clock. Blah 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 blah. Right. So. I don't know. I'm I'm kind of intrigued by it. So they're 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 selling me on it. Um, I'm buying it. I'm. Uh, I I think the first month will be an adjustment. I don't think it's going to be that easy for Kenley Jansen. And look, I hope we're talking about this a lot because that means the guy has piled up appearances and the Red Sox are winning games tomorrow, eleven o'clock. Lewis Marloni will join us from Florida. Uh, Lou's Twitter at Lou Marloni on Twitter. He's been tweeting out a couple of guys of interest that we are going to have to ask him about. Okay. Uh, Lou's, uh, there was, uh, I saw one where it was, hey, keep an eye on this guy. So Lou's trained baseball eye is uh, already at work down in uh, Fort Myers, and we'll talk to Lou uh, tomorrow about the Red Sox. All right, we got about uh, six minutes here to right. dive into something that, <laughs> Jalen Rose said that I know caught Fourier's eye, and it is basically the following. Jalen Rose says the minimum for a quality haircut should be $100. Go ahead. That, well, okay. Well, first as, of all, as a that's man, insane. As a man, with, as a man. As a man with thick, rich, luscious hair like you have because of mm-hmm. Dr. Lopresti. Exactly. You're a man who's got to get a trim. You can't flow be that bitch. You got to go get it cut. You got to go make it look good. I, I this is like this is the what what do you pay for a haircut? Uh, like, what do you what do you I have pay? No, I have no problem saying it at all. I the What do you pay? No, it's 40 for the cut. And normally I will uh, – I'm a heavy tip, normally 25 30 bucks. So for me, How it's long like, does it take for you to cut – for them to no, cut your hair? I'm very, assuming it doesn't take long. No, no, no. Uh, no, it's normally – 20 minutes. No, it's normally 45 minutes. 
What? Well, you go See, in. It takes you 45 minutes yeah, for them you, to cut your hair. Yeah, you go in. Do and they you, wash it? Yeah, yeah. You go in and you get the wash. Oh, you go right? to a salon. Well, I do go to a salon, yes. In You're fact, one of those. my uh my uh my wife's good friend and my good friend, Stacy Domingo at uh Salon Prov down in Providence. She used to own her own place and has uh people rolling in there from like eight in the morning to eight at night. She's quite accomplished, does done stuff for like Tony and Guy. Makes me look on point. Help uh, me with I, my beard dye as well. I haven't dyed my beard since working with you. I mean, you there should I, I I say twenty bucks. Here's the other well, wait a minute, bucks though. For a haircut. But wait a minute. But here's the thing. I think anything more is too much. I think Jalen Rose leaves out context, right? For people like us, and I mean people like us as in not we're a part of like the handsome community, but I, I'm doing videos twice a week. We do a lot of TV, things like that, right? So, like, I have a standing appointment during TV season. Like, when it's football season, it is a standing appointment outside of football. It's every five weeks. Inside, it's three and a half to four weeks. So, that way, it looks good. Because, I mean, there's nothing worse than going on TV and having the hair coming down over your ear or having to, like, tuck it behind. But if you're just a normal workaday person, right, if you're Dice the Mailman, Right? You don't have to worry about what your hair looks like. You can go to Barber Joe for the $20 haircut, tip him a fiver, and you're okay. No one's really going to notice. But for us, there's a certain level of professionalism that I think we have to present ourselves with, which is why we might invest a little more into completely tax-deductible haircuts for what we do. Yeah, it's still like when I saw the 100 bucks. so when, when he's talking about 100 bucks, he's getting like... He's getting high-end line treatment, right? So they're lining him up and to to a like it looks like it was painted on, right? Most guys when they go to to a barber, it's twenty bucks. It's twenty bucks plus a tip. But that you you're also kind of forced to give. you also get what you pay for though. No, you're also what do you in mean? there with a, a, a lot of a lot of barber shops now. Like if you see that. I don't know, Billy, I don't know if you'd know the name of it or or, or uh, Fourier if you would. Remember there would be like the barber on your on the on the street or whatever, and they would have it's like blue or white, blue, and yeah, red. Just a classic barber pole. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. barber pole thing, it's spinning around. Yes. Why when you go there, you might walk in and it's somebody who could be the grandson of Mr. Magoo or Mr. Magoo himself still in no. there cutting your hair at eighty five years old. Well, I'm still thinking that you're still like you're still if you go to any barber shop. Most barber shops, okay, it's twenty bucks, and then then you ha- and then it's up to you to find the guy that actually does it right. But a haircut for most men, most men is if you're in there a half an hour. I mean, I mean, what are you doing? Getting your nails done also should be twenty minutes, no. twenty five minutes tops. You're I in, want, you're out. No. Then, they can, the next guy comes in. I want that someone is, that who's is key. no. I want someone who's going to do it right. Like for me, I have, I could cut your hair in ten minutes. No, you couldn't. Nor would I yes, let I you. Could. Uh, we should try that. You can't even manage I phone can, chargers. Number one. Number two. <laughs> I have a weird cowlick, so I need someone who is a hairdresser that knows what they're doing because if I just go to Joe Schmo the barber, he wants to give me the, uh, you know, the boys medium or whatever. No, I need someone who's going to think about what's it going to like when I put product in my hair. Is it going to be easy to manage? Stuff like that. Mm. Like, I'm, you're, 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 you are too highfalutin. No, high 20 bro- bucks. On, I said it's on 20 television bucks for a haircut. For you to only spend $20 on a haircut. 20 bucks. Wait a minute. 
So anything more is like it's, it's overkill. Hold Who on. might? Why would I hold pay on, forty on. bucks for a haircut? Here's the thing: you care so much about your hair that you went to Doctor Lopresti and got more lettuce on top, and then no, no, you different. and then you deal with it that's with different. somebody with a weed whacker for twenty bucks. No, it's a number. It's a one and a half on the side. It's a it's a it's a like a three on top. It takes it's two seconds. Like giving, making sure you have hair and how much you're willing to spend to, to cut your hair are two different things. Like to me, if any guy goes in and spends fifty bucks on a haircut, you're just you're getting used. Like you're you are just nah. a sucker all day. There's oh nah, my god, look, yes, I'm, I'm, Gresh, you don't have some, I'm on point, you don't have man. a bunch of cowlicks and all you know hair that goes in five different directions. You shouldn't be spending more than twenty bucks on a haircut. Nah, there are certain things that I think you spend money on. Right, toilet paper would be one of them. I want Cottonelle, not Corniel or whatever, yeah. right? Cereal, in the days that I ate cereal, I would not buy... Q-tips. Thank you. Q-tips, that's Q-tips. another one. Q-tips, there not are, cotton swabs. Not Don't cotton swabs. Don't ever buy Q-tips. Don't oh, Q-tips. you and your oh, ear God, thing. You and your perfect you, ears. Right. Q-tips. Yeah, may, meanwhile, the guys are run like a hunk <laughs> of it falls out. I go digging no. every day and love it. There are certain <laughs> things in life that you do need to pay the premium for. I am one of those, again, because of also what we do. I'm on camera at least twice a week. I gotta, I gotta make it look good. So you've I convinced would, yourself. I would You're, just think you, for you. You've convinced yourself that that's the, that's the price you should pay. Uh, well, a, I like my, I like my hairdresser, and also b, if I call her and say, hey, listen, my schedule's changed. Can I get in at seven thirty tonight instead of three o'clock tomorrow? She would be like, of course. My preferred customer, in part because I I treat her well, I take care of her. She's friend. Bringing, she's a family I'm, friend as well. I'm bringing some scissors tomorrow. I'm gonna bring my clippers. And I'm going to give you a quick little trip. You are. That? I just had one. You're not touching I'm my gonna, hair. No, it's all, I, it's I all will, over the place. You Let know me what? trim you up real quick. <laughs> I got to do this show from home tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> As I'm coming in, you're going home. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah, there you go. That's right. You can uh, you can take the ride in. Well, I'm sure if you got some thoughts on that, 37937. And, of course, you can... Uh, Hit us up on the Twitch chat as well, twitch.tv slash Boston W-E-E-I. And Are You Done is next. W-E-E-I, W-E-E-I, New England Sports Original. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Type that into your app search, then download. Gresh and Fourier on W-E-E-I. Now, it's time for... Are you done? Are, are you done? Are you done? Are you done? You done, right? You done, right? Are you done? Are you done? On Crash and Fourier. Are You Done is sponsored by our great friends at Unified Office. If you run a business, you know the rough impact the labor shortage can have on your customer's phone experience. Unified Office specializes in keeping businesses from losing income and customer calls and revenue. Learn more at unifiedoffice.com. Billy Lanier, are you done? I'm not. Quick story here. So welterweight boxer Connor Benton, right? He was due to fight a guy named Chris Eubank Jr. in October. But it was canceled because he failed the drug test. Okay. Tested his urine. It came back for a fertility drug called uh, clomiphene. All right. We'll call so it clomiphene. Guys trying to have a kid. All right. Yeah. So, you know, something happened and, they, you know, they obviously try to appeal it and see what's going on. Uh, and he was cleared and he's allowed, got his ranking back and uh, able to fight again. So what was the problem? It was ruled that he had a highly elevated consumption of eggs. That caused the reasonable, un, a reasonable explanation on why he failed the drug test. So he was what? able to convince the WBC and the drug people that a highly elevated amount of eggs in his system 
is why he failed the drug test. Isn't it the lady who's supposed to have the eggs? Oh, so he was I mean, on a fertility. Like- <laughs> Supposedly, this came up as a fertility drug fail. Oh my god, clomiphene, which is known to elevate testosterone levels in men, found in his urine. WBC ranking rankings after at the organization ruled highly elevated consumption of eggs. I mean, cause reasonable explanation for it. It's like in the Olympics, you can't take like an antihistamine or something for your sinuses. Right. Like if you take like a Claritin or something, you can pop positive. Some of this stuff is a little silly. Eggs. I know, well, but that no, but that is a real thing, though, isn't it? Though, what's that? Like the the because uh, I've heard of that before. The uh, the <laughs> elevated uh, levels of, t- of testosterone based on like is that just some sort of like just beard that these guys are using, or is it a legit thing that guys do? Having I, having I, consulted an expert nutrition, the WBC said it was found there was no conclusive evidence. That Ben engaged in intentional or knowing ingestion of clomiphene. Hmm. All right, so because I was going to say for you, I figured you were going to sit this one out. If there's one thing that you never needed was the ability to be able to create a kid. You're you're I mean, no, you're, but I mean, but I've heard of you're like the oppo <laughs> of this guy. Yeah, I know, I know. I just <laughs> I can't help it. I'm sorry. So I guess I it means we have to uh, bring in a bunch of hot boiled eggs. Oh yeah, see you how know many, what? See how many we have to eat oh, before sweet, somebody tests positive. Sweet Jesus, please, Christian. I'll make the eggs if you commit to eating them in studio. Oh, Wait, you mean what a cool hand Luke this thing out? No, no, no we just need to find out how yeah. many eggs you have to eat before you test positive for this drug. And okay, so are we gonna do it, we need to get a level beforehand? Yeah, oh, we'll find I'm, a way. I'm assuming so. Yeah, I right, assume this is over the counter fertility in. drug test. Listen, I'm with Billy on I'm this. In. It's really more reason to eat stinky eggs in studio and torture everybody. Yeah, you thought the Brussels sprouts and uh, cauliflower was bad. <laughs> it's been a- <laughs> trying to get six dozen hard boiled eggs in here. Oh <laughs> man, are you done? Are, are you done? Oh, I'm done. Are you done? Terp, are you done? I'm not done. So you guys know how Dame Damian Lillard, also known as Dame Dollar, is a rapper. You guys, we okay. played some of his music, right? So uh, uh, yeah, yeah, Damian Lillard, yeah, sure. Portland Trailblazers. Well, I'd rather have him hitting jumpers. Yes, yeah, so uh, you know. I think so with everyone else. But they were uh, they have a game tonight in Sacramento, and yesterday we were trying to fly out, but a, a severe snowstorm delayed them seven hours. Oh and my! They took that time to make a music video for one of Damian Lillard's songs. So, Fori, I ask you, what is the weirdest hmm. thing that you guys have done during a Ooh, a plane delay? delay. That's a great question, Turp. Oh, well, that is one, because we had one when I uh, we played the Jets, we beat the Jets. Uh, the snow basically delayed our flight, and Bill gave us the option. He said, all right, we're all stuck in New York City. He's like, all right, listen, uh, and we asked him, hey, can we just stay in New York City, and we'll all just come home early? So he gave the entire team the option. Because uh, they, they they were just going to take a bus, so they, the whole team decided to take a bus, and then maybe maybe thirty five percent of the rest of us stayed in New York City, and then all of us took the train back. Well, at least some of us took the train back in the morning. Some of us missed the train. Some of us were on the train but were passed out. Some of I mean, it was just it was like <laughs> one of those like a really fun. Uh, yeah, that's what we did. We missed the yeah, so we all stayed. We got to stay, and then the funny thing is that the guys that decided to stay and take the bus back. We got back at the same time as they did. So they sat their butt on the plane. They sat on the bus. And instead of just going out with us and partying in New York City and then taking that 6 a.m. train back, they all got back at the same time. Man. What a fun trip. You blew through some per diem money on that one, huh? Oh, per diem money. I know. You me? Like, you got to hit the ATM. <laughs> are you done? Are, are you done? Are you done? I'm done. Foyer, are you done? Yeah, I feel like I am done. I just kind of contributed to Terp's segment. So, yeah, I'm done. Boy. I'm done! Man, yeah. 
All right. Yeah, I left you a, le- a little bit of meat on the bone, I figure. I think I tricked you, though, right? You didn't think I was going to be done. Uh, Well, all I know is we have Lou Maloney coming on tomorrow yeah. because we are done and ready to wrap it up. We have a Celtics game to recap tonight against Indiana. They'll take on, or the Bruins will take on Seattle. We'll recap that as well. Give you the very latest on the trade deadline. Whatever there is from the Red Sox, we will talk about it with Lou Merloni, who will join us at 11 o'clock tomorrow. We will also get you more bets and uh, maybe some fun heading into the weekend because we got week two of the XFL. We had week two of NASCAR for you. And are you all excited about week that? Week two of NASCAR. <laughs> who, who has ever said, has Never. anyone ever said week two of NASCAR? No, no they haven't. So wait, so the the, the uh, Daytona 500 is like week one? It's the uh, Super Bowl of racing, and then they really get the rest of the season started. Yeah. That's it. There's yeah, Terps' car. too that, long also. There's a Terps' car that can't yeah, uh, start anymore. Home? I don't know. And my mom's car. Oh, there you go. Mom's saving the day. And maybe uh, Terp's mom will do music for us tomorrow. There you go. Get her your list together. Terp and Billy produced it. If something went wrong, blame those two. Fourier and I will see you tomorrow at 10 a.m. Jones and Mego are next. Are you done? Are, Are you done? Are you done? Okay. Okay. Are you done? You done, right? You done, right? Are you done? Are you done? Okay. Okay. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.